I have waited for this night my entire life. Each and every one of you bought tickets tonight thinking I would no longer be the WWE Champion. But you were wrong. People in the cheap seats, wrong. Grown men, wrong. Little kids, little kids. Uh-oh. Hey, hey buddy. Did you think your, your hero John Cena was gonna beat me last night? You were wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Because despite overwhelming odds stacked against me, the fact that I could lose my championship on a disqualification in John Cena's hometown, I emerged from SummerSlam victorious. You think you know me. There we go. That one probably sounds better than last uh, episode. Hello, welcome to Past Mania, your uh, wrestling time capsule. I am your host, Adam. We are we are coming in. We're on the home stretch of Edge's WWE title reign in 2006. I am joined by my co-host, Jesse. Hey, what's up, guys? Doing, doing good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks. And noobs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't go into that mode, but yeah, sure. That kind of week, you know? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, there uh, go. Yes, there you go. <laughs> there it, is. It's, it makes everything noobs, better. you're going to have to start just like, I don't know, put a tarp out wherever you are, and you're going to have to start banging two together and just, open them up that way. If you're going to just keep that doing that during a wrestling once in podcast. in my life, and I think Adam was witness to it. Was Maybe. I? <laughs> No, that was 2015. Arch yeah, I wasn't probably, there. No, man, I would love to see just, knock a bear. just get a couple Three of get a couple uh, couple of Three bears. four bears, five bears. Yeah, no, I did that during the um, uh, the tubing, like the river oh. tubing. I got far away, oh. far enough away from people. I'm like, yeah, eh, these are dead beers that <laughs> nobody else really wants. Yeah, is so that just the like, uh, crack, uh, crack, and uh, boom. <laughs> Is that the uh, the tubing that uh, people drink a lot on, and then we then y'all realized we should probably not drink a lot while we go tubing? It used to be that, and now yeah. most people don't drink. Because I don't want to. Yeah, you want to roast in the sun, roast right? In the like, sun oh and man, then drink. Yeah. So this this year yeah. when we went, I uh, I we got to the halfway point. I went over to our friend Lee, and I was like, "Hey, do you have any of those bottles of water?" And he was like, "Yeah, you can have one." I said, "Thanks, I'm really thirsty." I was like, "Probably shouldn't have only drank a sugar-free Monster Energy before we came down the river." And uh, Heather, my girlfriend, <laughs> was behind me, and she was like, "Also, you've been eating sunflower seeds, incredibly salty sunflower seeds in the sun." No yeah, wonder you're thirsty. And I was like, "No, shit. it's definitely not the sunflower <laughs> seeds. It's fine." 
God, oh, you're so from Mississippi. Oh, it's a good time. Listen, I was the Sunflower Sea Ferry. I had like four of them, like four bags of them. <laughs> I was floating past people just like, hey, B, you want some sunflower seeds? Hell God. yeah. Hey, what up, Whammy? You want some sunflower seeds? Man, I've uh, never liked sunflower seeds uh, in my life. I love sunflower seeds. Uh, we were here for SummerSlam 2006. Uh, August 20th, 2006. Uh, the number one song, the less said about it, the better. Uh, it is oh, London no. oh. Bridge by Fergie. Ooh, oh, do you baby. have a problem with London Bridge or by Fergie? Just, I'm just not a fan of Fergie. Oh. Yeah. Is it because yeah. she spells in every song she's popular? Of? No, but the fact that she spells the word tasty wrong in Fergalicious doesn't help. Uh, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a taste- bit wrong with Fergie. Yeah. I, I, I just don't like, care for nowadays, her musically. Like yeah, I I am way more like uh, reasonable about it now than I was when I was sixteen in two thousand six, uh. But like yeah, I just I don't like. I always I'm, liked Fergie. I'm not a fan. She did. She, she, she kinda... did a cover of uh, Paradise City with um, oh, Slash and yeah, when Slash was doing his own thing and he did a couple songs with her and they were pretty good. But then they did a cover of Paradise City. It's really nice. And, and, they, and they, with, they, with uh, and then they were at the Super the Bowl. Super Bowl. And did a- cover of sweet child of mine and yep. the crowd and s- i could hear yep. leaving and slash came up out Dude. of the like stage and played with yeah. them. just awful awful sorry anyway yeah, Fer- fergie just kind of ruined the black eyed Peas. like if you've listened to the black eyed Peas before they got fergie and after they got fergie boy those are two very different uh, uh i don't think i ever knew that black eyed Peas existed before old, fergie. old black eyed oh, Peas yeah. were like wu-tang level like backpack hip-hop oh. like backpacker hip-hop like they were really good and but they were not like you know they were kind of niche and, and underground and yeah. then they got fergie and turned into just like pop artists which is fine there's nothing wrong with pop artists but it bums me out to think of like what the black eyed Peas could have been uh but they're so three thousand and eight. anyway the number one movie uh, it, uh, well, the number one movie. That's it! I have had it with these motherfucking oh, snakes on this motherfucking place! <laughs> Times are strange. We gotta free God. <laughs> yeah, I remember this Cobra Starship. Number one movie is Snakes on a Plane. Uh, it's the perfect nice. example of why the internet shouldn't be allowed to decide what gets made. Because uh, yeah. I don't know if you know the story of Snakes on a Plane, but like it was one of these things that was just like a development hell, and they were like, I don't know, they're thinking about making a movie with Samuel L. Jackson called Snakes on a Plane, and the internet was like, oh, that's going to be amazing, and then it came out, and it wasn't. And yeah. it had a decent opening weekend, and then fell off, and no one cares. Did oh, I remember Cobra kind of liking it. It's fine. God, it's I remember hating Cobra Starship. That's the only thing I remember about them. So, again, like, yeah, I really hated Cobra Starship in 2006. And I listen to this now, and I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of catchy. It's fine. Uh, okay. it's if I'm not mistaken, weird. Cobra Starship had a music video they made where they were given a budget for a music video. And they spent the entire budget on a DeLorean. And their music video was just like they got like a VHS camera and filmed themselves doing a dumb dance on a couch. And they were like, yeah, no, we just spent the money on a DeLorean. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, TV in August uh, 2006. Uh, not much except for one debut. Uh, August 20th, 2006. 13 years ago, Metalocalypse debuted. Yeah. Yes. 
Do anything for Death Clock. Do anything yes. for Death Clock. Do yes. Yes. Death Clock. Death Clock. Uh, yeah, great show. I mean, man, they they would be really Those cool if they, got, than if they got to, okay, to finish War it. Tooth, not they're Bumblebee. doing a um, uh, are they? William Murder Face, Murder Face, Murder Face, Murder Face. No, they're not doing that. Pickles the drummer, doodly do. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I had to do the whole song. No, you did. You did. They're doing a uh weird thing with adult swim like they're doing like a music festival thing oh okay. and they have death clock oh, wow. headlining it oh that's cool nice so it's like okay yeah all okay right. so Nudge. this is my chance sorry this is my chance to plug uh brendan small as just um the artist that he is he uh did a, a solo album called brendan small's galacticon in 2012 i'm not shitting you it's just 12 songs that all sound like um the flash theme song by queen and they're amazing you should, every oh person, wow every yeah. person who's listening to my voice right now should check it out so it's like one of my Brennan favorite Small, albums of the decade. like 80s glam rock i'm yes right. okay. it's just all this right. huge fucking space opera uh uh rock opera album and it just sounds like fucking that one lo- somehow he got that one two minute structure from queen for the flash oh th- and yeah he made it into 12 flash songs Gordon. that's pretty it's cool so good I, and everyone should listen to it everyone i'll, I'll check that out that sounds that's, so, that sounds yeah, like that's good. Good. i really yeah. enjoy galacticon spelled with k's of course yeah uh, uh video games uh the game 99 nights came out uh, which is set us up for, I think it was for 99 Nights 2. There was a Konami press conference. Konami is a company that used to make video games. Uh, is a press conference uh, where they had the, like, the game director of 99 Nights 2 out there. And he's talking about, he's like, yes, there will be one million troops. Wow. One million. <laughs> and then just to not, just a deafening silence. And then he's like, you have to play right. You can't just be like an XXXYYYXXXYYY or you will be sucked. Uh, highly recommend <laughs> checking out the 99 Nights 2 uh, press conference. Uh, the First Saints Row <laughs> came out in August, August uh, 2006. Uh, the First Saints Row? The First Saints Row. Uh, Ow. Uh, and then, uh, as, as comes every August, uh, John Madden sees his shadow, and that means that video games can start being <laughs> released again in the fall, uh, as Madden 07 came out in August 06. Uh, and I believe Madden 07 gave God. us the, the truck stick, uh, which has been my, I'm currently playing Final Fantasy 14, and my character's named Truck Stick. Uh, <laughs> there was a point when I was playing Pokemon... I was playing Pokemon Sun and Moon, and I would catch Pokemon, name them Truck Stick, and just send them out into the Wonder Trade to send to random people. Uh, I just think the two words Truck Stick are the funniest things in the world. Oh, yeah, that's great. For some reason, specifically, a guy named Truck Stick in Final Fantasy, I just... Yep. Believe. I, I, I'm I, just, a, I, uh, I joined God. the, uh, they, they have free companies, which are like guilds. And I joined the one that's like, I'm on the discord with uh, a bunch of people from giant bomb, the video game website. And they all play final fantasy 14 together. And I joined the, and I, so I joined their server and everybody's really nice. And like, Hey, you know, if you need anything, let us know. So they were giving me advice and I was like, okay, I, I found the right server. And I joined my guy's name is truck stick and everybody's just lost it. And so <laughs> truck stick has kind of become a, a, nice. a, a mythical figure where people will post a discord. <laughs> Or just like oh i just saw truck stick wow why does he wear amazing. a mask it's really good uh yes uh listen you either die what? the hero or you live your you live long enough to see yourself become the truck stick at the <laughs> yes, tv garden 
at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, in front of 16,168 fans with 541,000 people watching at home. It is SummerSlam 2006, the biggest party of the summer. The second biggest WWE pay-per-view every year. Uh, and will always hold a place in my heart because that was the first uh, pay-per-view ever watched. SummerSlam 2012, which uh, we've gone over. No, we haven't gone over in this show. We went over 2013. But this uh, is the first one I ever watched, and it kind of holds up it's, to me. So honestly, get ready. I think it's like a solid like 7.5 out of 10 show. Yeah, I think I'd, it's like not, not great. Eight. Yeah, like not like going to change the world, but like, you know. This is also my first like introduction to like so much shit. Yeah, so much uh, going on, storylines, things happening. Because yes, because because I didn't understand the concept of Raw and SmackDown yet. So I think I saw like three Raws and one SmackDown leading into this. <laughs> so and no ECW because I thought ECW was like spooky badness. Because um, I'm a <laughs> dumb fourteen a, year old. Of course they had a zombie. Um, like yeah, it's yeah. yeah. God, I told you what the first thing I saw I on uh, yeah. was a fucking was Bob Holly's giant gash on his fucking back yep. when he fell we wrong the on table. the goddamn yeah. table. Oh Those, God, yeah, that's uh, right. That's and I, that's why I thought they were legit because I lucked out seeing the one actual one injury. Like, old e, like <laughs> that would have happened in old ECW, but that's like the only thing that would have and nothing else. So I lucked out with that. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, I also saw one uh, very smug, tattooed pretty boy talking about how he doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, and he loves the Anaconda device. That's right. He does. Yeah, that's yep. that's right. It's uh, Randy Orton. Uh, <laughs> yep. Dive. Dive. We start with a big SummerSlam video package that's, you know, all epic, the and then it gets worst, interrupted by DX. With the worst fucking, like, intro music yes. that you can imagine. It's oh, like, yeah. what is this i actually love that song however i have a i i have to explain something because this confuses the shit out of me and i couldn't find any information on it but i'm not crazy this is real um the fucking original like that was one of the theme songs oh no but it was a theme song they used so several times oh i thought they were talking about no no we're talking about the intro yeah the intro video package no don't worry i've i've Mm. we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that SummerSlam. we're gonna talk about okay Jesus oh, yeah. Okay. Christ. We're talking about that. But yeah, no, like, the, it was worry. the intro music to when they were talking about, like, DX yeah, terrorizing like SummerSlam. Uh, just like, yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. My bad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, I yeah, could so, do a better riff. Come on. Yes. So the, uh, the, uh, the, the video package is interrupted by DX, and we start going through the big matches. DX versus Vincent Shane, World Heavyweight Champion, King Booker versus Batista, and finally the main event of John Cena versus WWE Champion Edge. Every story needs that conclusion, that storybook ending, and you Usually the good guy wins, but this is the real world, son, and I'm throwing on my black hat. What a good line from Edge. That was in the video package. Oh, my God. Also, also, you can't say King Booker with a hard R. Booker. You can't say the hard R. Never. Never do the hard R. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Oh, hell. Yes. Uh, okay. And then, yeah. So, so I have I'll written here. Get there. Never mind. Never mind. I've, Jesus Christ. The theme song for SummerSlam is fucking Cobra Style by Teddy Bears, which has appeared in countless, countless commercials and movie trailers. Yes. Dear God, that's a blast from the mid two thousands. It is the epic movie trailer all over again. Yeah. However, so okay, now I can talk about it. Yeah. That was the second one. The first one, because I remember. And this might be why uh, later on the Edge and John Cena video package seems really fucking weird with the music they play. It's really weird. It was 
It was Enemy by Godsmack. Huh. Yeah, that was interesting. And that, there's no trace of that on this. Yeah. At least for, and I don't know what it is. I looked for it. You can find it on YouTube and stuff, people talking about that that was the theme song, but it's not here now. Yeah, and maybe I, they... Yeah, maybe 100% they, they believe they the took the song off. Yeah, yeah. for the actual... Because I remember that video package. I thought it was one of the yeah. best ones. I'd, and now it's gone. It sucks. Because like, that's they, one of the best songs by Godsmack. Yeah, like, that say, is, yeah it just well, sounded like generic guitar yeah. in the video package. Yeah, like yeah that's what the it was. actual Godsmack yeah. song was perfect for it. It really was. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. Now I like the original version of it. That's yeah, like, I, I tried, and I that's, couldn't. That's like for the... um. Uh, for the Eddie Guerrero tribute video, yeah. they originally had Hurt from Johnny Cash. Oh, wow. Like, oh, they played shit. that multiple yeah. times during the Super Show. And then when they start, when they went back to TV yeah. for, like, Tuesday or for, I think SmackDown was on Thursdays. It was on Thursday point? or Friday. On For 2005, I think that was Fridays. Yeah. Um, Like, they switched it to one thing. Or a stain song. I can't remember which huh. one. It was weird. Mm. Yeah. It was just like, like wow. Um, makes sense. I mean, Johnny Cash is more expensive. Yeah, and it's like how what was it? WrestleMania twenty seven when the Undertaker the Undertaker came out to For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica and that ain't on the network no more. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, and did he come weird. out to Johnny Cash as well at some point? He, no, he there was a video package of when the man comes around. I believe yeah. that was uh, WrestleMania thirty one against Bray Wyatt. I believe oh that Johnny Cash so song. So good. Such a good song. Oh, so good. Other thing um, about this intro that we can get to because it's only yes. mentioned in the beginning. They say 19th annual. Yep. Yeah. And they also say welcome to the 19th SummerSlam. Yep. That's not how it works. That's it's not like how calling, math works. It's like calling WrestleMania the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. I will yep. never not hate that. I hate that so much. It's like See? It's, it, it's for stupid. Me, It'd be I, the 24th annual yes. WrestleMania. It would, it would be the 24th, like, yeah, because you can't have a first annual, because that's, it doesn't, like, the first annual is the second thing, because that's what it means. And yeah, it would be the 24th anniversary of WrestleMania, because it was 19, because WrestleMania 25 was 19, was 2009, and WrestleMania 1 was in 1986, or 1985. 1985 wasn't WrestleMania 0. Yep. Look, I'm just a slubby <laughs> pleb, and I've heard people complain about that so fucking much that I don't care anymore. That's okay. I understand that. I you don't it. have to, but when it's, <laughs> it's when it's said like in they unison stay. together very yeah. quickly, that's, that's when it. I get upset. And also with like, WrestleMania 25, <laughs> like if 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 the t okay. if the official name of the show hadn't been the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania, then I feel yeah. like it's almost excusable if it was something Michael Cole said. But like Jesus. Yeah, Am I the was... only one who gives a fuck about the rules? Speaking of things <laughs> that annoy us, JBL is on commentary My, tonight. So Michael Cole and JBL start the show yeah. and then throw to JR and the King for Raw and then Joey Styles and Tats for ECW. And hearing those six men while Cobra Style plays underneath them is horrifyingly cursed. And it's just great. Like, all I'm I good, see is... Good pop all, shit. All I expect from Jerry and uh, JR is just like, and filling the role as the Spanish table announce team, yep. Joey Styles and Taz. Yep. Yep. What table's fucked over this night? Yep. Uh, but yeah, so everything's underway. Time for the first match. Born down in El Paso, where the tumbleweeds blow. God. To the middleweight champ of all Mexico. Dad fought many bloody battles, and he raised four sons. Chavo was the oldest one. Old man Gory could pop like a live grenade. 
Ray Mysterio versus Chavo Guerrero Mother Jr. Fucker. <laughs> that match started, and I was like, "Oh, I need to get that song." Ah, uh, I heard his son became something great one day, but yeah, I never watched uh, much of that, anyways. That's uh, heard heard his son got fa- famous, and he went nationwide. That's what uh, it was. Gotcha. Uh, we waste no time as Ray Mysterio my, launches my, this out of the Chavo stage. Guy. Uh, really cool moment as he gives his necklace to like a little young girl standing at the barricade. She just loses her mind. Uh, it always makes me really happy to see I Ray. I love you. Yeah. I love you. It's it's like how Ray, like you know, every kid wearing a Ray mask at the barricade, he like yep. takes time to go to them, and that's always really cool. Like I don't yeah. know. You mean he chants a mantra and steals some of their energy? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ray is, is going against Chavo, and we get a video package about Ray and Eddie's relationship, showing them winning the tag titles and getting over how they were basically family. And, like, say what you will about them using Eddie for Ray's push, but, man, that video package worked. It, uh, it you know, my I blood, cried, like, my three brother. different times. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, so JBL's always been a ter- terrible commentator, and that didn't just start in 2013, huh? No. Yeah. It didn't. Okay. No, it's bad. I got a few quotes from him that are yep. pretty fucking god-awful. Yeah. I got one Do from him that's pretty to? good. Uh, JBL shouts down Michael Cole as we get another video package putting over Chavo and Eddie's relationship. Uh, this one worked, but like, you could tell they didn't want this one to pull on the heartstrings as much because Chavo's the heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it was still a good one. Well, yeah, one. because he was formerly Kerwin White. You can't, you yes, can't let that guy go over. That's true. That's true. Uh, uh, also, like, I love that, like, oh, Chavo came out of retirement for this. And, like, Chavo's still wrestling today. I was about um, to say, yeah, retired. Okay. No, it was a, it was, was it part K-Fabe? of the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, but as soon as Ray won the title, they basically had this storyline set up. Oh yeah. He uh, can't remember. He failed to win a title from somebody that he dedicated to Eddie Probably for the win. Away. But when he failed, he was like, no, I think it was the IC title or the okay. US title, one of them. All right. Um, but he was like, I I can't. I keep letting Eddie down. I keep letting everyone down. I'm just gonna stop. And so he goes away for a couple weeks, and then at Great American Bash, he shows up with Ray, and he's like, yeah, I believe in you, you know, you're going to do it for Eddie. And then he betrays Ray and fucks him up, and yeah, that's why we have to Yeah, like, honestly, the only thing that I didn't care for about this entire match, like, commentary-wise, is, let's be honest, if they could have done an Eddie Guerrero's earn on a pole match, they fucking would have. Yep. The commentary put like put way too much I mean, emphasis on on the whole Eddie aspect of it. It's just like we get it, like yeah. I understand, but God damn, it was, and, shut it was up. and it was JBL. It like, just it was makes like, me think of uh, Dominic's life on a I'm your oh, yeah. ladder, ladder match, <laughs> ladder match, which was a year ago to yeah. this ma- SummerSlam, which is yep. I think kind of funny in a very fucked up yeah. Way. A very uh, fucked up way. Ray, Ray, Ray can't escape the ghost, man. <laughs> yep. Uh, I told you that was my kid. I'm your poppy. Uh, great work. Great work for these guys selling that this is like a blood feud. Like, no collar and oboe tie-ups, just immediately going after each other. Yeah. Uh, match on fast forward is Ray, like, springboards off the ropes. Chavo catches him. I, I, I accidentally wrote Eddie instead of Ray, like, five times. <laughs> uh, Oh, I man. kept having to like and and, uh, and by five I mean five that I didn't realize I messed up on and change. 
but Ray counters the charge in the corner with an arm drag, sending Chavo to the outside. Then Ray hits Chavo with a baseball slide, but like Chavo takes over, uh, takes Ray out on the outside, and then hits Ray with a crossbody from the ring to the floor. Um, it was about this time, I believe, that JBL and Cole are just bickering about Eddie and like yep. what what Eddie would be saying in this situation and stuff like that. And JBL had to comment, Eddie was a groomsman at my wedding. Yep. I had security just in case he fell off the wagon again. Yep. yep. JBL's bad. He's, He's saying that good. about a dead man who battled with addiction yeah, issues. Yeah, who like who's who's like demons killed him. Yeah. Just to, like yeah. So <laughs> never mind. Yep. That's yeah, not no, great. No, it's fine. Uh, he's always like, racist, by the way. Me oh, watching '96, yeah. he's oh, yeah. terrible. He's oh, God, Justin Hawk yeah. Bradshaw, he's a... and he's like beating up Savio Vega because he's from Puerto Rico. <laughs> I was about to say he's a goddamn Texan. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah like what do you expect? Yeah, not to that's... say that Texans nowadays are racist, but also like in the WWE in the mid '90s, yeah. yeah, Texans are right. Like you talk about Savio Vega. <laughs> I, like, I like, live in Austin now. Yeah, yes. no, I get you. Uh, like uh, like um, Steve Austin's first big program in the WWF was against. Savio Vega, like it's you know, yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, Ray flips up Chavo, and Chavo catches him into a powerbomb position, but instead does like a fall away, throwing air, throwing Ray into the 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 turnbuckle behind him. It was pretty cool. Uh, Chavo taunts Ray and does the Eddie shimmy to a chorus of boos and a huge Eddie chant, which is pretty cool. Good, good. Like both of these guys were really good at playing to the crowd in this match and kind of like uh-huh. feeling off of all that. Um, Conflicted. Ray's mask gets knocked off. Yeah, <laughs> Chavo oh. hits Ray with a punch and knocks his mask off. So like Ray has to like roll out of the ring, like cover his face and get his mask back on. <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. Freaky, yeah. Uh, Ray and Chavo that... get to the top rope. Yeah. No, nah, I'm just, okay. just wasn't playing clearly. Uh, yeah, and they both come crashing. It looks like they both gave each other a bulldog from the top rope. It was a weird spot, but I dug it. Where it was like, I don't care if I'm going to hurt myself. I want to hurt you. Yeah, that came across that the whole match yeah. really well. Um, Ray takes over, hitting Chavo with the head scissors in the 619. Uh, Ray waits for Chavo to get up, but Chavo dodges the seated senton, but Ray dumps him outside uh, with a Hurricane Rana. Uh, Chavo gets Ray back in the ring, but Vicky Guerrero runs down to confront him, slapping him, and Ray fucking lawn darts himself out of the ring into Chavo. Looked like Kevin Nash threw Ray out of the ring. <laughs> uh... Vicky begs Ray to stop because she isn't on anyone's side. She just doesn't want them to fight. Uh, she got her fucking cue this time. Yep. Yeah. So where the can't. fuck was Vicky? Yeah. Where the fuck? I forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. All this stuff aligning, like you know, yeah. this SummerSlam's coming out. Um, Wrestle with Regret just released the 05 SummerSlam review like three, oh, four really? days ago. Yeah, it's great. Uh. Chavo takes Ray out, gets him into the ring, and delivers two of the three amigos suplexes to a bunch of boos. And then Ray takes over and delivers the three amigos to Chavo, also kind of getting booed. Yeah. Uh, because I guess the crowd's like, starting to realize. Wow. It felt more like yeah. It felt more like confused cheers. Like yeah. Like I, I, to me, it was the audience being like, "All right, we get it. Like, yeah. Don't yeah. don't insult our intelligence." Like yeah, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's like also doing the thing that the heel just got booed for. You should get booed. Like, if like we're going to boo the heel for doing it, but also don't just do that. Uh, Which is a match. level of consciousness I'm surprised that a 2006 audience would have. Yeah, it was Boston, though. And Boston are always a little bit uh, a little bit like Fucking that. Fucking uh, smarks. 
finishing the match, Ray goes to the top rope, but Vicky gets up to talk sense into him, but she accidentally knocks him off the ropes. Chavo takes the advantage, hits Ray with a brain buster, and then Chavo hits hits the frog splash to win in 11 minutes and one second. Uh, good match, like good work rate, good storytelling, good playing to the crowd. These two guys are really good. Um, I, <laughs> I will always be bummed that Chavo didn't kind of have more success in the WWE, but what do you expect when you put him in white yeah. face? Uh, what do you think, Jesse? Um, yeah, this match is really, really good. Uh, storytelling was perfect. Um, they do an I quit match. Um, or Ray wins, I think, a steel cage, the next pay-per-view, and then the SmackDown after that, he uh, they do an I quit match, and he hangs Ray upside down in one of the um, side pillars of the... Um, of the stage and just oh God. beats the shit out of his leg for like five straight minutes till Ray quits. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Chavo wins the feud. It's crazy. Hey, you yeah, know, good for Chavo. That's all. That's all he does. Uh, ECW champ. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that I, matters. He did, didn't he? Yeah. And then he lost in eight seconds to uh, Kane at. Oh yeah, Money in the Bank. Er. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it was WrestleMania. But but he won the Money in the Bank. Or that, no, it was a number one contendership battle. Royal. I think that earlier but at the Kane, pre-show. Yeah, Kane is the was the first person to win Money in the Bank and cash in on the same night, but it was a different title. Yes, he That's did do right. that too. Okay. Uh, we go to the back and see King Booker and Queen. Oh, I'm sorry, noobs. Hi, hello. Hi, Hi. there. What do you think of the match? <laughs> <laughs> oh right, noobs is here. Shit. Had um had the commentary team not been doing what it was doing i would have called this probably match of the night it just was really tough to get like the story continued obviously with this one yeah but it's just like it i don't know there was a there was a point where jbl was cheering for ray and it's like pick a fucking lane yeah it's just jbl like it makes me glad that there are only like three smackdown matches on this show Uh uh-huh right it's just like thank god there's at least one edge or one ecw match yep just to yeah get it away from them seriously uh but yeah yeah, like it was like if you want to watch just a really good story match yeah it was also this was this is our first uh episode since and we had to like watch this one since the network update yes update new redesign and yeah. personally, I love it when you have it full screen and you don't you don't see the dots. You don't have the when pips. the matches yeah. are gonna end. Yeah, because I love my mindset is I just go into it like I don't look and see what's on the card or whatnot. I just hit play. Right, and it's like it's fun not knowing when a match is gonna end, or it's like oh, you accidentally see that oh, that's five. It's a five minute match. Okay. This is going to go on great. Or you see the G- the Triple H match going 35 minutes out of the two hours. It's like, gee, I wonder why. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's cool. Although I do like the new skip the... ahead system. Is yes. Really nice. skip ahead. It's just, it's, there, I, I'm glad that it's not just matches now where you can get to specific like backstage vignettes and stuff like that. Because before it was just matches. Yes. Um, and I, but, yeah, like, but there have been times where I, we were watching some matches that weren't that great. And those little pips on the timeline were my only saving grace. <laughs> I was just like, all right, how much more? Do, OK, we're getting near the end. Thank God. Fair. That's Fair. also true. Uh, so we go to the back and we see King Booker and Queen Charmel, aka Crazy Booker and TNA version 1.0. Jesse, we haven't been watching SmackDown. What's the story behind King Booker and Batista? Can you fill us in? Um, King of the Ring. So yeah, he won the King of the Ring, and then he was the one that beat Ray in a fatal four way that Chavo betrayed him. And um, Batista just got back like three weeks ago, 
from his injury, so now it's the whole title I never lost kind of story. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. So he's just like so. It's just straight. Yeah. It's just straightforward right now. It's just, it's just giving yeah. it's giving Booker his shot, but also yeah. it's always going to go boy, back to he, Batista eventually. He, took it man he, oh, he so did great. i don't so really good. like king booker so but at the good. same time oh, i love it it's maybe my favorite i like booker. it better now than when i first yeah, watched it when i, I first watched that. it i didn't get it but it's fine. yeah like if i was like 16 15 14 watching this i would think king booker was the dumbest thing in the world yeah. uh yeah um the best part of this whole run with it is the world title has King Booker. Yes, it's, it. the nameplate on the title says King Booker. It's, it's so, so good. good. That's amazing. So I good. did not catch that. I noticed it's that. Like, oh my god. Very happy. Even his real name. Wow. All right. Never mind. I'll back up a little bit on this. <laughs> it's just so good. Oh yes. I'm clearly um, out of my element. <laughs> I am Donnie. Uh, Get out of here, Donnie. King Booker calls himself and Charmel the most powerful couple in sports entertainment. And then Edge and women's champion Lita walk in, saying that they are actually the most powerful couple in sports entertainment. Uh, Edge gets some cheat heat, saying that the Yankees are beating the Red Sox and what have you. Booker puts up a wager and says that when he retains his title and Edge loses his, Edge will have to come to SmackDown and kiss his feet. Uh, Edge says that when he retains and Booker loses, Booker will have to come to Raw and be his servant for a night. One of those is more uncomfortable than the other. Oh, yeah, when I heard that, I was like, oh, that doesn't go over. So oh. the, other, the other thing that happened, though, at the beginning, Booker stands up and goes, who be this? And it's like, yes. Booker, you know who Edge yeah. is. You, y'all yeah. fought over <laughs> shampoo four years ago. <laughs> That's a good... That's a good That's argument. a good pull. Um, it's like you guys know each oh, other. Oh, man. Yes. I think when he said Peasant. that, though, I realized that he was kind of, um, like you said, crazy TNA Booker version one. Cause, oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Which is Booker like likes Matt Hardy version being wacko and his, yeah, yeah, he's great. He's great at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to ask if the world title going from Ray to Booker was the only time a WWE World Championship went from one person of color to another, but it's not because Batista is Filipino. Uh, yeah. Oh, next cool. up, how dare yeah. you? No. Uh, next up is the ECW Championship match: Sabu versus Big Show. You know, Extreme Big Show. Yeah. Uh, hope there weren't any troubles at home. Big Show didn't do his little three wrist squeeze on his way to the ring, which he does to communicate "I love you" to his wife, which is very nice. Next time you watch Aww. Big Show, watch I, him like. Squeeze I guess because this is like the most uh, dastardly heel he's ever I suppose, been. Honestly, yeah. because like they played him up as like a traitor to all of ECW. Like they, I remember yeah. watching it. They made him out to be like the biggest bastard. No, no pun intended or anything. Like he, uh, I, it's I, the no, big no, I'm serious. Bastard. Like they just made him seem yeah. like he was like the most despicable yeah. guy. Oh yeah, well, yeah. He, he was like you know, top heel. His his reign like yeah. between like 2003 to 2010. The song keeps going. It's like at the beginning, it's like, well, it's the big show, and then like. Three years later, it's like, well, it's the big show. Like, even the singer gets tired of them. You you, you got the next version that's just like, I guess it's the big show. (laughs) I I know there was at one point. They they did get rid of the seven feet tall, 500 pounds part of his Titan Tron. Well, here it seems like he was seven feet tall, 600 pounds. Man, he was chunky. Oh, he's a big boy. He's a big boy here. He's a yeah. big boy. Yes. Uh, Sabu starts by immediately beating up Show with the chair, and then Show yeets the chair into Sabu, just destroying. <laughs> that was that uh, was so good, though. It was good, but man, yeah. Yeah. get that out of my face. 
uh, show starts in on his normal style against Sabu, and the crowd starts chanting, we want tables, and God bless Big Show, just turns to the crowd, we aren't going to get any! Uh, <laughs> he knows uh, He knows yes. how to work the crowd, at least. He does. He's great at that. Uh, Sabu takes back after getting uh, another chair and battering Big Show with it. Takes back over. Uh, Sabu gets a table, do a big pop, sets it up in the corner. Uh, Sabu gets on the top rope, delivers a really awkward bulldog to Big Show, and then he does his jump over the chair thing to send Show through the table with another bulldog. Uh, Show no-sells it and delivers an electric chair to Sabu. Yep. Uh, Show then hits Sabu with this weird bonsai drop thing, and then he gets the ring steps and throws them into the ring and then gets a table. Show sets the ring steps in the ring and puts the table between the two of them. Sabu, like, jumps on the table and slides it off of the steps... Because Sabu yep. is the human botch machine, and so yeah, the audience boos, and then Sabu like fixes it. Sabu jumps on onto show and delivers a DDT to show through the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabu then gets another table, sets it up, and then show just chokes him through the table. One hand pin retains the title in eight thirty one. Uh, yeah. If that sounds like there's not a lot to this match, there's not a lot to this match. Uh, nope. You know, it's I think pretty solidly the worst match on the card. Uh, what about you, noobs? Uh, the the one the two things that I love about it. One, Styles just going, Mister Show, your table is ready. As <laughs> as Sabu good. throws him into it, that was pretty great. Good. And then the other thing was just the way like Show like screams, grabs both parts of the stairs, brings them in, divides them up, measures it out, and then puts a table on top of it like the table didn't have legs of its own. Right, like, <laughs> like that was totally like, unnecessary for the. If anything, you're that's making more dangerous. Or no, if anything, you're making. But like, it's gonna be less impact because it's you have. If you're putting somebody through that table, it's you're going not as much distance to the ground. It's just kind of a boop it's as that, opposed to like setting it up like normal. That, it's that, and you yeah, have that's the steel why, of the table, the yeah. steel legs of the table. Yeah, that's sitting yep. there like at a bad angle. That, yeah, yeah, that's why him sliding off and just everything is so fucking awkward. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's so, not a, not a good match. You could tell they were kind of showing off. Or not showing off, but they they were kind of showboating Sabu a bit to the point where it's like, wow, this was almost every match of his, wasn't it? Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just showboat, do some stuff, botch a little bit, lose. Yep. Uh well, anything else? Showboat. Yes. Anything more to add, Jesse? Um, what would have made this match better, I think, is if we could have just heard all the um, sound effects. Just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. That's it. That's oh, yeah. all we needed. Like, Because <laughs> that's, that's all it was, really. Yes. Oh, yeah. A but series of car crashes. Uh, we see a clip from the Hard Rock Cafe where the winner of the Diva Search and the title of oh, God. Sexiest <sighs> Woman on Television was given, and the winner was Layla. I didn't realize she'd been there for that long. Uh, yeah, and she looks so different from like 2012 when I first saw her. Looks like a uh, fucking child. She's like 24. Yeah. Wait, wasn't yeah. Layla the woman that we were trying to figure out who it was like during the Raw reunion? No, or was that who was? No, that, that? was that was uh, that was uh, Caitlin. That's right. That's right. It was Caitlin. Uh, Aww. There's a segment in the back of all the women in the locker room being shitty and catty towards Layla. But, oh, hey, it's just a joke. It's time for her initiation, and they take her in the shower and spray her with otter, but it's not like Puedas hazing, and Jerry Lawler yells a lot. I can't believe that they didn't know what submission sorority meant before this. 
<laughs> I'm glad you thought that was funny. God, I will never not think the fucking submission sorority was goddamn hilarious. <laughs> right? Uh, it's the funniest <laughs> thing. So for for backstory, SummerSlam 2016, 2017, yeah. 2016, fifth, 2016. Fifth, okay. Was it fifth? No, it could have been 15. Nah. Maybe not. One are we done ahead. talking about massage yes. and sick shit? Uh, kind of. They brought. Oh, you up... really did go get a beer. Yeah, he went okay. and got a beer. Oh, that's my up... joke. Fuck. They brought up a bunch of the. They they basically brought up three of the four. It was 2015 because it was uh SummerSlam after uh, Sasha versus Bailey at Barclays. So SummerSlam 2015, they brought up three yeah. of the four horsewomen. They brought up Sasha, Bailey, or Becky and Charlotte, and they had these three different teams. It was uh uh, it was Tamina, Sasha, Naomi. It was the Bella Twins and Alicia Fox, and it was Paige, Charlotte, and Becky. And they all had their different names, like Team Bella and, like, Team Bad. Team Bad, Team Bad, which is, like, beautiful and dangerous. And then uh, Paige, uh, Charlotte, and Becky all used submission holds, and so they called themselves the Submission Sorority. Then, the moment they said that on TV, somebody Googled Submission Sorority. So next week they were, oh, we're Team PCB, because that's Uh our initials. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sorority. Sorority. That yeah. is that is an existing intellectual property, my friends. Yeah, uh, you you missed me bringing it up and yes. talking uh, okay. about that yeah. that scene where they were being shitty to Layla and then they just like showered her because it was their initiation. It's like, how did they not know submission sorority existed by that point? Yep. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, that's a good pull. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's yep. a good pull, Jesse. Yep. <laughs> but somebody had to go get another beer. Next up is Hulk Hogan versus Randy Orton. Four beers. I'm done. A pretty good video package of them putting over the legend killer aspect of Randy. And then, oh, God, we get a shot of the Hogan Knows Best logo. Ah, there we do. It's not good. In hindsight, it's extra not good. Like, holy shit, I forgot that's what it looked like. Yep. Uh, Jesus Christ, Hogan gets a big pop. I've never seen a piece of leather get that loud an ovation before. I mean, yeah, like the moment that Mm -hmm. pop happened, I'm like, oh, that's right. This is before he was outed. Yeah, this is before we knew who he was. Like yeah. a decade before he's yeah. out. And then as as he's walking to the ring, JR just says, yep. Hulkamania knows no generation, <laughs> no gender, no race. Oh, God. It's universal. He did say that. Yep. Yep. Hey, it to is... be fair, that's Hulkamania, oh. not Hulk Hogan. That's fair. But listen. <laughs> uh, they, it's uh, the same thing with, like, you know, actual right. religions yeah. and stuff. We right? accept everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, match, the match starts in. Uh, they horny for this one. Hogan throws Orton into the corner and the crowd just goes crazy. Yeah. Um, God bless. Orton takes over and immediately locks in a headlock and just just the biggest. And he does the biggest heel move possible. He knocks off Hogan's bandana after Hogan fights out of the yep. headlock. And then Orton locks Dunk. in another headlock. Uh, but God, the, chow, the crowd is just chanting, let's go Hogan. As Hogan like starts to fight out of the headlock, like, Orton tries to send Hogan's head to the corner, but Hogan fights out and delivers a bunch of punches to Orton. And then Orton does one of my favorite wrestling things. Uh, Hogan punches Orton in the face, and Orton spits out his gum to make it look like he lost a tooth. It's great. One of my yeah, favorite little wrestling things. Every, that almost happens once oh, a yeah. month. It's it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Saying hockey. Uh, Hogan bites Orton and then thumbs his eye, and we get the worst God, camera shot. We get the worst camera shot. Like 
Orton has Ho- or Hogan has Orton draped over the middle ropes and like delivers a bunch of the quick punches to Orton's head, but the camera's right there showing how those punches are nowhere near connecting. It's the worst camera shot. Uh, Good job. And man. then Jr. refers to Brooke Hogan as a rising recording star. <laughs> yep. Uh, the ref instructs Hogan to back off of Orton, and Hogan just straight the fuck up threatens the ref, causing the ref to like to retreat to the ring apron. Uh, you yeah uh orton takes back over focusing on uh uh, hogan's knees as hogan recently recovered from a torn mcl uh orton does a great job of dodging beneath the big boot and then hits uh hogan with a great drop kick and like kind of half does his pose to celebrate and like starts to slither around the ring doing a lot of his like waiter viper mannerisms telegraphing the rko uh uh hogan gets to his feet hits him with the rko the ref counts the fall, gets to three, but Hogan got his foot on the ropes at like two and three quarters. So even though the ref counted the three, the match is still going, which means yeah. Orton got the visionary win, which means we know what the finish is going to be. <laughs> Orton punches Hogan and Hogan begins to hulk up and Orton does a great job of looking terrified yep. at Hogan as he starts to hulk up. Uh, Hogan gets the big boot, showboats, hits the leg drop, and gets the win in 10 minutes and 56 seconds as Hogan celebrates. We had a horrifying shot of a man in the audience with a full back Hulk Hogan tattoo. Yeah, I saw Ugh. that. They just have, in all caps, boy, that back tattoo. That is rough. Hey, what? Yeah, there, there was, was a, a guy in the audience oh. with a, like, a, he like pulled his shirt oh. up and oh, he had yes, a full yes. back tattoo. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was Bad. so good. Fuck uh, This match was good for what it wanted to be like it wanted to be a uh you know like a, a storyline match you know puts over randy you know get the crowd going with hulk hogan randy should have won but i kind of understand where they're coming from you know you had, you had a crowd go over, brother. You, know, you, you got a crowd that hot <laughs> you don't want to deflate them by them having to see hulk hogan lose i get it especially because there's like two non kind of non finishes on the show already with the Eddie match and a match to come later. Uh, so like, I, I get it. I think it was the right decision in the context of this show, but I, you know, Orton should have won. Uh, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I, I have a, I have a joke theory. Okay. Um, <laughs> I always imagine that Hogan doesn't understand. He's the ass of a lot of people's jokes. Um, so I just imagine when Hogan knows Bess is getting a lot of traction and stuff, he just goes to Vince. He's like, hey, you know, that match with Sean was really good. How about another one of those, but not with Sean? Who 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 will do the deed for me? <laughs> it's just, oh, God. fucking Randy's company man. Give it give wow. it to Randy. Randy will do it. Because that had a lot of Shawn Michael mannerisms bullshit. Like, I see that. Like, not the way he the top, pushed and but, shoved Randy, yeah. Randy kind of responded that way. It yeah, very like, much felt like Shawn Michaels, too, without being Shawn Michaels, because, you know, he's a dipshit and wouldn't want to do yeah, that well, anyways. Like, Give me I, another I, one. <laughs> I thought it was like, I don't think it was Randy overselling to make Hogan look like a fool. I think it was Randy overselling to make Hogan not look like an elderly person. <laughs> like, he was overselling. Yeah, the same thing? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> to make Hogan look like more of a threat than he actually is. Uh, yes um but also uh they reminded me that oh dear god hulk hogan is now then and forever undefeated at summerslam this oh, is his yeah. last match in wwe yeah yeah he retired five and oh yep 
Six and out. Yeah, he was oh, he was at the first what three summer slams. This was his six win. Yeah, and then it was at the first three. He had this one, Shawn Michaels, and what's the other one? Or was he at the first four? Um, I don't know. I have to look him up now. Get back to you on that. All right, what'd you think of the match, Noobs? I thought just for how old Hogan was at the time and everything, it really was a good match. It played to both of their strengths really well. Yeah. I, it Again, like you said, I do not care for the fact that Randy lost because you want to build a guy like that, especially with how hot of a year he's been ha- had had been having. But yeah, it's good. Like he just shed off his dad. Yeah, like, thank God they <laughs> didn't. They didn't bring him back for the. God, I shit. forgot about all of the stuff with his dad. Oh, it's so awful. It's just like it, it's great and all, but it it felt like Chavo and Chavito like. Oh class, yeah. Like it kind of felt like that, but the white version of it. Yeah. It's like eh, you already have this going. Yeah. Stop. So it's like we don't Kerwin need White and Kerwin White Senior. Yeah, it's like we don't uh, need that. And yeah, uh, Hogan won at the first four SummerSlams, and then he beat HBK, and then beat Randy Orton. Uh, what'd you think, Jesse? Anything, anything else to add? I mean, I liked it a lot, but like I said, yeah. it felt very Shawn Michaelsy. But he, and and I understand Shawn did it to make him look like a fool, fool and all that stuff. Oh, but yeah. I think the way both those matches came across came off equally that um oh this is a Hogan spotlight match. It feels non-canonical. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Say both Shawn Michaels versus Hulk and this one, uh, Randy versus Hulk, are non-canonical exhibition. Like, oh, you've always wanted to see this dream match bullshit. Um, it's not going to matter later on because it's fucking Hulk Hogan. He's not going to show up again until another year anyways. Yeah, so, I can see that. Like, so I'm not bothered that Randy like lost. In a vacuum. Because, but the problem yeah. is, it's not in a vacuum. Like that's the thing. Like it feels like it should be, but it's not. And Ra- that's why Randy should have won because it's still it was. It's isn't a house show. This is the second I'm, biggest pay per view of the year. I guess. I mean, if it's like a vacuum to me, but I get your point. Yeah, like you can't. You know, it just it's, depends on it, how much disbelief you're suspending. I guess. I don't know, like I'm, I'm looking at the way they are portraying these shows, and you know, they this is the I, second most important show of the year. I know, but. Maybe this is overcomplicating it, but I just feel like individual matches can feel non-canonical in a canonical show because that's how wrestling works. Like, like wrestling can have these one-off matches that are never going to matter again in their life, which is when someone faces Hogan this far down the road, and then every other match will matter later on. Because, you know, they might highlight this match the next couple of... Uh, Summer, uh, next couple of Raws and stuff, but Randy's not, you know, that's not going to affect Randy going forward. He's going to be part of Radar oh, yeah, KO like, after like, this. And oh, yeah, stuff, like it didn't so. hurt Randy or anything like that. Uh, no, but it. Oh, yeah. It's, it there's no reason Hulk Hogan should be winning in 2006. Well, sure, yeah. but he's also Hulk's stupid fucking Hogan. So. Oh, yeah. That's, the, that's, I think at the end of the day, that's where we all agree is it's Hulk's stupid fucking Hogan. Uh,. We go to the back. Official name. Yes, we go to the back to see Molina talking to McFoley about his I Quit match against Ric Flair, which is why, next. Why is Molina with Mick again? That's a good question. I don't know. Why is Molina with Mick, uh, Jesse? Um, so it's really weird. Also, Hogan had four straight SummerSlams uh, from yeah, '88 four, to '91. Yeah, he was. The, he won the first four. Yeah, and you were beat... asking for the fourth ones. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I went back and looked. Okay, um, I didn't catch that. Sorry. Uh, no, just uh. Melina was like kayfabe, um, like he had always 
known her since she was a little kid. Like they were family friends kind of thing, um, which was really weird. But it was just something that they added to make it, I guess, more personal or something stupid like that. Uh, but ultimately, that that's all it was. Um, spoilers: uh, she's gonna turn on him and low blow him the raw after this. So. Of course Aww. she does. That sounds about yeah. right. It sounds like what they were doing. Yep. If if Mike Canellis wasn't the biggest <laughs> cuck in wrestling, uh, I'm pretty sure Mick Foley was. Yeah. <laughs> With all the shit that stepped yeah. into him, all the shit that just like every woman. Think of a think of a positive situation. Mick Foley and all of his reincarnations had with a woman on Raw, SmackDown, or anything WWE. Holy Foley, his daughter Noelle. No, I'm just fucking. Like, what about yeah, Linda? No, Linda nothing. loves him. Yeah, Linda true. loves him. True. Okay, and the Linda. Linda stuff. Yes. Yeah. But, but yeah, but yeah, his one does not like, re- his like only reverse thing- the rest of his track record. So his only thing was he got added to the match at WrestleMania 17. Is yep. that the only positive that he ever oh, no, had? He, or he he was in the main event of WrestleMania 2000. Of 2000. That was yeah. the, is that, that, that was That was kayfabe. He was cuz that was a McMahon in every corner and he had Linda McMahon that's in every right, corner. That's right. And that's Linda right. Pick, okay. yeah. That's yes. fair. But okay. but even that's so it. that's it. That's still the only one. That's fucking yeah. it. <laughs> yeah but also i always felt like a lot of his almost every single one of his relationships with women on screen were platonic oh yeah no it's never anything sexual or like romantic no that's just but they right still, but that's like, when i think when i hear cuck is oh yeah is, but like i think it's i think it's part it's of platonic, like, the it's way just, you know. i think it's part of the way that wwe wrote women in the 2000s where it's like look at mcfoley he's the ultimate nice guy everybody loves mcfoley and look at these conniving oh yeah bitches. he's being manipulated sure, yeah 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 and i think that's kind of where the cuck part of it comes it doesn't have to necessarily be sexual it just has to be rooted in misogyny mm. Uh, so Foley and Ric Flair, last man standing match. You know, uh, uh, Foley immediately chucks Flair to a garbage can and then gets Mr. Sacco, puts it in Flair. Uh, Foley gets the mic, asks Flair to say that he quits, and Flair just like pants into the mic, which is like a lot of I quit matches. Just, uh, uh, no. My favorite, my favorite thing about the first Mr. Sacco moment was King being shocked. It's like, is that Mr. Sacco? It's like, right? motherfucker, it's Mick Foley. <laughs> what do you expect? Uh, Foley do your research. Yes, Foley wraps barbed wire around <laughs> his fist, but as Foley goes to attack Flair, Flair grabs his dick, as you do. Uh, Flair takes Mr. Sacco and the barbed wire and chops Foley uh, uh, in the chest, and then Flair yeets Foley into the ring steps or over the ring steps. Uh, Foley gets a plank of wood with barbed wire on it and Flair juices and he gets deep and I get uncomfortable uh-huh. uh, Foley ter- tells Flair to quit <laughs> and Flair says kiss my ass and then Foley gets the thumbtacks Foley dumps Flair onto the thumbtacks so remember during One Night Stand when I was like hey I don't think I really like the legacy of ECW like, yeah, <laughs> I, like here's the thing I, I, I under like objectively this is a, a solid match for the story that they are telling I do not, like, there's no reason to ever have a match like this. Like, I don't, there's no reason, I don't need to see two old men drop each other on thumbtacks and cut themselves open for the entertainment of the screaming crowd. It feels too gladiator thrown to the lions for me. Like, there is no, like, this is not a movie, this is not a film, this is not a TV show, these are not special effects. There's no storyline that can justify this. It doesn't matter what it is. That's a real human being being thrown on real thumbtacks, and I hate it. Like, it's not yeah. that it makes me uncomfortable. It's like, it makes me uncomfortable being a wrestling fan that, like, this is what people want to see. You know, this isn't, it's, it's like, I, I don't, 
I, I don't feel like it's ever been justified because like, no, those aren't, those aren't gimmicked thumbtacks. You know, that isn't gimmicked blood. It's, ugh. and they, like, there are, there are spots that feel worse, push, but like, yeah. Pink cushion people. Yeah. It, yeah. I, ugh. uh, but Foley like, and Flair fight. Yeah. Wasn't there a chant for, we want fire. Yes, at the yes. beginning. Yeah, they chanted, we want fire. Just, at the just like, but to be just... fair, that's as fully as set shit on fire twice yeah, this it's, year. We are just, yeah, we're just a, like a couple months past WrestleMania 22, so yeah. I get it. Okay, it's, that's fair. It's the, it's the Simpsons thing with Bart. <sighs> Say the thing, Bart. It's, <laughs> yeah. Light the fire, Foley. Yeah, it's just, but yeah, so it's like, it's, ugly. it's, yeah, it's I, like you have these fans who are like screaming for these like 40 and 50 year old men to, just put 50. themselves Rick in, in un- six yeah, to put themselves off. in like unimaginable pain and like that makes me not Isn't Rick like 60 here i don't know maybe that makes me Probably. not want to be a wrestling fan when like it makes me ashamed to be a wrestling fan it's like no, i don't want to be 56. associated okay. with those people because yeah. no one should ever do that for the entertainment of someone else yep. and like i understand they have autonomy no one is forcing them to do it it is a decision that they have both independently made themselves and they're doing it like they have given their consent but that doesn't like don't like, then there should be people there saying hey but don't do this yeah because there's no reason for it even if, if they were gimmick thumbtacks like that yeah. little bit of metal bumping it's still bad like you're it's, gonna ugh. get worse cuts yeah from that i see see the whole consenting thing is where i'm okay with. like i would never ask for these matches but they don't they just don't bother me and i think yeah, it's like, because i i also very easily because of how wrestling works um i just associate it with the accidents too like um samoa joe's baby skin getting cut up all the fucking time and just those kind of things like when the accidents happen there's all that blood and stuff you, you didn't ask for it yeah like that's the it, thing but it it's happens like and and to me, because I'm not in control of them doing these hardcore matches, it's the same thing. I understand it's more inflicted, and like, yeah, like it's you know, not that's their goal is oh, I got to cut myself open now, and I got to yeah. hit you with barbed wire. Um, what's crazy to me though is I say all this, and the number one thing that will never be cool with me, and maybe it's just because of the fucking person, is uh-huh. when Brock Lesnar cut Orton's head open. Yeah, and on that's the at, thing. That like, that's the exact same. Again, it's the exact it's, same thing as this. The same it's thing. With I, I believe you when you yeah. say that, and at the same time, I'm like, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I'm it sorry. is one. I don't know how, what else to the say because it's really stupid. It's because but, you like. It's because Brock, like, like I said, Brock Lesnar could come on a Raw tomorrow and say, or on Monday and be like, hey yo, shout out to Jesse Anderson. He's the coolest guy in the world and you'll bitch about it to me and then i'll just be like christ this again i'm trying to have a nice evening yeah but yeah it's like it's like like, here's the thing like i think you cannot compare an accident to an intentional act like that's you're comparing apples to hand grenades like it's those are two very different like it's one thing to say like oh joey mercury's nose got accidentally messed up in a, a bad in a ladder match that sucks i don't want to see that but that wasn't a planned spot that they intentionally did in the match whereas ripping yeah. someone's forehead open cutting someone's chest and dumping someone onto legitimate thumbtacks is and if yeah. they said we want to do this it's on the company to have someone out there saying no you don't like really if you want to go somewhere and do that in a in a high school gym that's on you but you shouldn't <laughs> do that do better 
Like, don't do that I, to yourself. And you know Foley, I'm going to backtrack on that because it's better they do this here than a high school gym because at least they have, like, you know, the money and shit to help them if something goes like, wrong. Yeah, it's better. Don't, like, but uh, like, You doing it in a high school gym is how you get shit with a doula the butcher giving you yeah, fucking but also, and shit. No, but, like, absolutely but not. still, don't do it here. Like, because if you do don't it do here... Don't do it on a, ma- on a yeah, major stage you know because then you're going to promote it. Yeah, you know why they do it in high school gyms? Because <laughs> they did it at SummerSlam 06. And it's something that Mick Foley is reckoned <laughs> I with. I guess. It's something that McFoley's reckoned um, with, like in his future books, where he really regrets his past as like that yeah. hardcore backyard wrestler, because he's like, I I did that and I got really popular, and there is multiple generations of kids that have killed themselves, you know, not literally, but like because of the stuff that he did, and he regrets mm-hmm. that, and I that's mean, no different than going on SummerSlam and dumping Ric Flair into thumbtacks. I mean, fuck, when you think about it, <laughs> Candace, when you think about it, Candice LeRae has to have scars on her head. Oh yeah, because of these kinds of matches oh, yeah. in the past. Yeah, like, and that's the stuff that you do on the indies because we are people who want to see the gladiators thrown to the wolves, and that's how you can fill seats is by almost killing David Arquette. <laughs> David Arquette's almost killing himself. Let's be honest. True, and, and um. he admitted, "Oh, I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. That was on me. Oh my god, that was such yeah. a mistake." Yeah, because you shouldn't have those matches. I'm not, and like, I don't, I really don't know how to put this in it. It's, I'm probably arguing against the wall at this point. I'm sorry. Uh, but it's just, I don't know. Like, like I, my, my, my point is that I would never be like, oh, that sucks. They didn't do that. But I'm just never against when they decide to. And if they but never like, did it again, I wouldn't complain about it. But, you know, it's something that they're doing. It's, I feel like it is their point, choice. And... I feel like at this point we know enough about like the psychology of wrestlers at that age where like yeah. they decided to was not a good enough reason. Like Undertaker decided to almost kill Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> like again, it's on the company to have people there Wait, saying so, like we're not so going to do that. Is the argument more is the argument more about the hardcore match style or their age? It's about all of it. It's like it's it's about okay. the like you shouldn't have these matches and you shouldn't have wrestlers. It at felt any like you age. just changed. No, no, no. Direction, no. I'm sorry. just saying like, no, but, like no, 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 you shouldn't. Okay. But like, yeah. like you saying, well, it's they both. decided to, and it's like, well, number one, yeah. the company shouldn't let them decide to, and number two, we know enough mm-hmm. about wrestlers at their age to know yeah. that they are not always making self-preservation decisions. But even if it was younger, still shouldn't do it. Randy Orton shouldn't have done it against Foley when he got yeah. dumped on tax. Because again, like it's just it doesn't add uh, to me as a fan that I'm watching. It does not add enough to the match to counteract how uncomfortable it is when I see it. I think and at there's... that point, and yeah. and and to justify the incredible physical pain it is delivering to someone, like I guess that's, so. It's like you got to think like Ric Flair to go in the back and have those thumbtacks removed from it. Like, can you imagine like? Can you let me dump you on thumbtacks, Jesse? No, I'm not actually trying to make that argument. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a professional uh, wrestler. But, but like, but <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. If, you, if you're gonna throw me into this, no, I'm, I will. Uh, no, I, I will, I'm. I'm, just, I'm not actually. But, but um, yeah, it's know, like know, it just. It doesn't. Fine. To me, this is a fictional story, and it doesn't add anything. Like and, this and, match isn't better because that's there. But unlike mm-hmm. most fictional stories, this isn't special effects where nobody gets hurt. Sure. I don't know. I don't like it. And I don't like the legacy of like David Arquette almost killing himself because that's what you do. (laughs) Like it's, you know, like there are people who went out. I guarantee you there are some little indie shows with some dudes who work at Staples who went out the week after this show aired and dumped themselves onto thumbtacks because that's what you do. 
Or how they mm. even do joke ones where they dump themselves onto Legos. And it's like, yeah. that fucking hurts. That also really hurts. Don't yeah, do Legos that are worse. Shit. Yeah. Those are uh, puncture wounds. Yeah. 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 It's just, uh, I just don't like I don't know. the there's, legacy there's of this a stuff. Po- there's a pile of semantics to it. Like, again, like, I'm I'm not saying we need this or we have to have it again. If, like, if we never have any hardcore matches again, I won't be bothered by it. Yeah. But when they do do it, I'm not bothered yeah, when i watch it either so yeah i, I just like yeah, i don't like, know what just, that middle ground means yeah i can't but... separate myself from like the person yeah. i can't separate the spot from the person yeah and, and... I, for whatever weird reason i can i guess yeah. i think is the ultimate conclusion it's uh so. yeah uh because like fine. i can like put myself into like rick flair's shoes there and be like, boy, like I understand, but why it's he weird he, things. Like, I understand like I said, why he thought he had to do me. that, and that sucks. Yeah, because uh, like, like the like Brock cutting o- open yeah. Orton, the fucking chair shot on and, Cody in AEW yeah, from Sean Spears was horse shit. Yeah, like it's, it's certain things. Like there's a severe, there's a severity level for sure. Like we remember when I said this was like controlled juicing, and, yeah, and I think that I thought this was really like there is a lot more blood than average but this still felt more tame to oh, me than yeah. most like, hardcore I don't matches think this was um unsafe at like a, at like a eddie level yeah um, maybe that's my thing maybe but like, if i feel like they're still safe doing it yeah. i'm not bothered but also maybe like, that's really what it but is like for me it's just like like i don't mind somebody getting a little color you know i don't mind a little bit of blading but there's a difference between a little bit of blading and dumping a 50 something year old man on thumbtacks <laughs> and the favorite part is Ric Flair rolling into them. Yeah, yeah he rolls. He rolls through like it's un- like, and then yeah, those that's... are there for the rest of the match. Yeah, like, and it's... that's just me laughing from the ridiculous yeah. of why oh, yeah. this happened. But that. yeah, it's just like it's it's again like it's just the fact that like that spot is so like, and I feel the same way about like spots in like TLC matches where people go like 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 the the TLC 2012 what was the Shields debut match. And Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins went through about him. eight fucking tables, and yeah. he died for our sins. And like mm-hmm. that wasn't necessary. Like you could have done one. It's fine. Like and like it was. It was like four tables stacked up next to each other, like in two columns. And he went through one of the columns solid, and his head went like hit the other column. And like, yeah, it's not it necessary. Just... Not necessary. You don't need to do hey. those high spots. Yeah. Yeah. And like. Um... Edge Adam, Adam, by all them, this logic, uh, yeah. John Moxley is poisoning New Japan because in the G1 he's used the table three times. Yeah, it's sick bastard. Right. Uh, but like, again, <laughs> like, I don't mind like a table spot. I don't mind like a chair shot. If it's no, not compared to, the head. to New Japan, though. Yes, no, yeah, it's like, like, like uh, it's like original Bullet Club of them just bringing all the Western stuff in and yeah, and, just John Moxley yeah. bringing a table yeah. to every fucking New Japan uh, match. It's like he's ruining the spirit of the sport. Yeah, but yeah, like like and I think. Guys like Edge and Christian have talked about like yeah no like those matches took years off of our careers and and yeah you know Edge retired at what thirty seven yeah. eight and like like and and have taken years off of other people's careers who are following in their footsteps and this is you fair know, it's a, it's a bummer like just uh, don't do that shit you guys like it's because the whole point of wrestling is to go out there and put on an entertaining engaging story without killing yourself Joey Janela needs to stop fighting at Blink One Eighty Two concerts you're right. <laughs> you right. uh, so yeah, so Anyways, so we, can, we cannot end that conversation on a fucking Joey Janela joke about the <laughs> that was a good conversation. That was good.
Say it ain't so. He will not go. Gonna fight him. Oh god, it's Enzo. Na 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 na. Damn. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, now we're. Good. I fucking we dropped my proceed. mic. I lost that round. Fuck. <laughs> now we may proceed. Also, yeah, that, right? was, that was hundred percent off the dome. Like that was I, good. I'm proud of that off one. Dome. Yeah, uh, you can play a bar. Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, back to the match. Foley and Flair fight. Flair knocks Foley onto the outside, and he cracks his head on a garbage can. Like, oh hit, god, we're boom. not done with this match. No, <laughs> no we're not. We're, hits, we're at the hits halfway his, point. Like, hits his That's head right. on the garbage can already. in a really nasty way. Hated it. Paramedics come out and tell the ref that Foley can't go on. The ref calls for the bell, but Flair won't have it that way. He gets Foley back in the ring, continues to beat him up. Also hate it. Yes, Flair. Flair get, keeps hitting Foley <laughs> with the mic. He's like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Which, which I didn't hate. <laughs> Uh, love it love it <laughs> because that's safe storytelling hold on hold on god I can't I gotta, I gotta go <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll, uh, I'll focus. Uh, it ain't getting uh, any better than that. We're, that we're so near the end. We're, we're, that we're was the best on. Simpsons wrestling thing I could have asked yeah, for. We're out in oh third. Uh, Melina Ooh. throws in the towel. Bell rings again. Flair instructs oh. that Melina doesn't quit for Foley. Foley does. Uh, Flair Who do you gets think women matter? Right? It's 2006. <laughs> Flair gets another barbed wire bat. Why aren't you in the shower with the rest of them? Flair gets another Y'all gotta stop making jokes because I have that like rolling laughter thing oh, where it's like, good. don't calm oh, down. Yeah. We're going to ride this going. for the rest of the show. We're only halfway through. Let's uh, Foley, go. Flair goes to swing the barbed wire bat at Molina, who's protecting Foley, but Foley quits. Like, I quit, I quit, I quit. Flair wins in three minutes and 14 seconds. Oh, that just proves, uh, that just proves my cuck theory even more. <laughs> <laughs> he quits to save Melina, and then right. she slaps him on Raw the next right. night. Gonna have to find he a way to fit. Blows him. Gonna have to find a way him. to fit cuck theory into the description of this one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we really. I think we've kind of gone over everything there is to go over this match. Uh, yeah, no. It, like, good. good Tell us the story it wants to tell, but I feel like <laughs> in an unnecessary manner. And isn't the uh, whole? Wasn't the whole backstory based on Rick's book coming yeah. out and talking yeah. badly which, which about happened, Foley? Like, which happened years before this, like the book came out in like oh four. Like it came out. Oh the book god, came out, like, that's funny. The book came out years before because Jr. talked about it on his podcast. Like it came out years before this. Um, so shouldn't Flair be more mad that Foley now got to reading his book? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you you're, just you're, read it. You're New York Times bestselling offer. I'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> Why? Are you? Why did you do that? Because Flair said, because it's what Flair did. We go to the back uh, to see Shane and Vince talking to Armando Estrada about how Umaga is the best monster and he may be an asset to Vince and Shane. Listen, God, if only. Uh, We actually get a good line from JBL talking about uh, Armando Estrada. I don't know what Armando Estrada's thinking. You'll never get over in this business with a suit and a stupid white hat. That's a really good line. That's a good line. That got a legit laugh out of me. It's the only good JBL line. Yeah, I was like, I get it. Uh, um, Yeah. I have a question. Yo. Hey. During during his run as King Booker, did Booker ever say, can thou dig that peasant? Oh, Oh, man, I can't. God, I hope so. Sorry, that, that just came, came to my, my mind during his entrance, and I was like, boy, that'd be really good. 
That'd be really good. Like the last. Uh, if you ever meet him like, and you ask that question, he gives you that thousand yard stare. Motherfucker, uh, how did I run. miss that? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> run. He could apparently also like little Booker T shit. He has not cut his hair. Yes, since yeah. WCW. Yep, he hasn't cut his hair. That's since, basically, basically since like like since the like oh one like since the very end of WCW. Yep. With he's well, he's mean, still in mourning on the rock. You see it on the Raw reunion. Yep. His dreadlocks mm-hmm. it's so go down long. past his ass. Yep. Like, it's so impressive. Long. He can he can communicate with those uh animals off of Pandora from Avatar. Uh, oh my god. It's pretty good. That's, that's, right. a, that's, that's a good, good. pull. That's a good pull. I, at the Speaking at the Harlem of... Heat speech, that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> at the at the Hall of Fame, I was like, oh god, those things are long. Speaking of pretty good. I love Charmel Charmel during the entire entrance. Oh, yes. yeah. oh yes. hail King Booker! King Booker. It's oh, really good. Like, oh, it's so. I good. like JBL's ranting. His dumb, pointless. Why are you still oh, talking? Ranting is pretty like, good. During the entrance. Yeah, yeah, that's and yeah, the be- yeah, But the best good. part at the end when she keeps going, "Oh hail King Booker!" He goes, "Oh hail." Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah. hell yeah! That's oh, pretty he, good. Like he's that he's that yeah. one asshat in the back of the angry mob that still thinks they're an angry <laughs> mob. Yeah. Like everyone else heard the speech, but he didn't. Yes. That's JBL, and it's great. Uh, here's, so, it's a so question. Adam, it's so the Adam, answer to um, a question I, that nobody asked. It must be JBL. Yes. <laughs> so, so 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 Adam Adam so noobs. This is the part. This is the part at the beginning of the podcast where I thought, okay, yeah, Adam has to play the Batista theme now. It'd be oh, really uh, great if he had it on uh, the on the boy. On the if key. I uh, yeah. give me a second, so we get done with uh, we get done with uh, uh, Booker's entrance, and then And yeah, I had to reset up this soundboard, so I only have like four things on here. So this, yeah, oh trust me, I was I'm not gonna miss out on an opportunity to play the Batista theme. God damn yeah, it! Boys. This saliva did something good. This was like <laughs> proto babyface Batista entrance. Like every he was energetic. All of his like you could tell he was happy to yeah, be man. there. He was excited. Like all of his manner is it's the yeah, Batista man. entrance. You it could was tell so good. You could tell how happy Batista yes. is walking into an arena yep. where he does that leg slap before yes. he does the gun. Yeah, yeah. it's just like he just whoa, bam. Let's yeah. do this, baby. Oh, it's so good. good. Look, when people complain about 0509 John Cena, just remember you have 0509 Batista. I, I should watch more of this Batista run. It, yeah, 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 man, watch SmackDown some. I, honestly, so we've been talking about like wanting to like go back. Like you're watching the Attitude Era stuff. I want to do think, the. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead noobs. I want to do the Ruthless Aggression Era. I've done that. I started just all of the, it. <laughs> I started. It. That's when I, I grew up watching yeah, a lot of it. I, I uh, love it couple years ago i started at the episode of raw where he gave the ruthless aggression speech and i watched every raw smackdown nice. and pay-per-view till the end of 2002 uh mm-hmm. but yeah i'm thinking of like going to like 2007 and just starting and only watching smackdown 
and like yeah. pay-per-views. Okay, yeah, I, I was like, because eventually you get um, yeah. you get all of Edge, but you get Taker's final uh, title runs. Um, yeah, it's good like, shit. I I wanted to watch like raw, like all of it starting then because like WrestleMania 23 mm-hmm. is this weird anachronism with Shawn Michaels and John Cena in the main event, and I uh, I started the first Raw that year, and it was like they had a picture of Rosie O'Donnell, and they called her Umaga, and Donald Trump was, and I was like, all right, nope, can't do this nowadays. No, I'm good. I'm yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's can, raw. Yeah, because uh, that's when they start doing Battle of the Billions. Yeah, but then I was like, oh, I should probably start watching SmackDown, and so I think I'm gonna SmackDown. Do that. Yes, uh, do but, that uh, so you can yes. tell me about, it and I can have flashes remembering yes, with uh, vicarious like that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like that cupcake dog, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's just but like you Photoshop it to make it look like the dog's smiling because you're just like, oh, Edge Batista, happy, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Booker versus uh, Booker versus uh, Batista for the world title. That's good. Booker is in control early on. Uh, Batista starts to get some momentum. Charmel tries to get uh, Booker to just leave, but Batista throws him in the ring. Uh, Batista dodges a flurry of offerings from Booker, hits him with mwah, beautiful spine buster, shakes the ropes, calls for the Batista bomb, uh, but Booker fights out and hangmans Batista on the ropes. Uh, Booker heals it up, getting Batista in the headlight. Hot luck, as some folks chant, boring, until Batista takes over with a belly-to-belly. Uh, but Booker takes over, and as Charmel distracts the ref, Booker grabs his, like, scepter and breaks that shit over Batista's head. <laughs> Just, ugh. Uh, wow! Oh, hey, Here's a reminder that 2006 was awful as the crowd chants, she's got herpes at Charmel as Booker works a headlock. Yep. Uh, 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 Batista dodges a scissor kick from Booker and Booker crotches himself on the ropes to give Batista the momentum. Booker retreats to the outside. Batista follows, but he gets distracted by Charmel allowing Booker to throw him into the ring steps. Uh, Booker gets Batista back in the ring and hits Booker with a drop kick and then a bookend, uh, which is a Uranagi slash rock bottom, uh, for a two count. Booker misses the scissors kick. Speaking Batiste, of, yeah. Sorry, real quick. Speaking of two counts, I'll be like the idiot in this in the stands that has the the two sign. Oh yeah, two. Listen, I've <laughs> been at if shows. If I before ever where... go to a wrestling thing with you guys, and I am stuck behind someone <laughs> that has a two sign. Oh god, that sign is going up somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gonna, got it. This guy's going to become a number two eventually. Uh, Booker. Misses a scissor kick, and Batista hits Booker with a jackhammer uh, for a near fall, eliciting a Goldberg chant from the crowd and a same old shit chant. Uh, Batista hits uh, Booker. Okay. Yeah, Batista hits Booker with a full Nelson slam and calls to the Batista bomb, but Charmel runs in the ring and attacks Batista, causing Batista to win via DQ in 1026, but Booker retains the title. Booker hits the Batista bomb, or Batista hits the B- Batista bomb on Booker to get his heat back after the match, but Booker leaves with the belt. Uh, and this is why I think you have like for if for programming this specific show you have to have Hogan win because you have like another like non finish pretty much. Uh, yeah, but up until the fair. end, it was a solid match. Like these are not two work rate guys; they are two sports entertainers. Uh, and I they did a pretty good job of sports entertaining me. You could tell Batista was shaking off the cobwebs a little bit, but uh, it was a good time. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I liked everything up until the the very end. Um... Anything with Batista in it at this time is super good. Uh, I remember just not knowing anything about Booker's legacy when I first watched this. So just the so my first exposure is King Booker. That's that's another reason why I thought he was just a fucking dork. Um, but 
don't know, straightforward, but very good. Um, they tried to keep it on Booker as long as they could, but it, again, always going to go back to Batista. Um, I, he does this cool thing in, I think, SummerSlam, where they have a three-way match, and or maybe it's Cyber Sunday. There's a three-way match between him, uh, Cena, and Big Show, because they're all the champions at that point. That's and, cool. Um, they vote for whose title is going to go on the line, and it's yeah. Booker. And he has this best crybaby face oh, when yes. they pick his title, and he's just like, "Why would you do that? It's mine." And it's and he wins though through shenanigans, but he does really good with it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. All right. Yeah. Into that. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Ibs? I love the Batista bomb at the end. Very good. It, he didn't. <laughs> He didn't get him up quite high enough, but it, it he the impact looked good. Like it, it was a good Batista bomb. Yeah, it. But Booker's a big dude. You forget how big Booker is. Yeah, and it's yeah, just like God did. dang. Like you mentioned the spine buster. It's like who did one better, Batista or Triple H? Now, like Arn I, Anderson. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I know. Between those two, I take Batista. Yeah, it it's crazy yeah. how. Oh, his spine buster is was at this time it's ridiculous <laughs> like what the fuck was he doing Batista is full floored man he just goes for it yeah uh yeah. good time good good like a solid like three and a half star match you know not gonna change the world but entertaining I, for what it was I, I did like to to um dq the match with charmel jumping on and kind of yeah. doing that ragdoll-esque like kicking and this yeah, just punching, like just it's like, punching oh at God. Batista, pretty good. It, I love that. That's just like you want to hear the Benny Hill theme play yes. the moment that hits. It's like, uh, yep, perfect. <laughs> uh, we go to the back to see DX in the men's locker room talking to someone about what Vince said earlier about how Umaga is the biggest and best monster WWE has ever had, and whoever they were talking to gets mad, starts beating up the locker room. Video package for the next match, which is DX versus Shane and Vince, puts over how Vince and Shane have, like, got Umaga on their side, and they get HBK and Triple H arrested by putting Cuban cigars in their bags. Is that what you were talking about, Jesse, where you were like, that cigar is going to be a story point? Yep. Is it? Is it okay, alright. Yep. Uh, that, that was the first episode of Raw I ever saw. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Uh, then they have Umaga destroy HBK and Triple H over the course of a couple weeks. Uh, DX are out first, and then Shane and Vince come out. They introduce the Spirit Squad, who run into the ring and get just destroyed by DX. Uh, Vince and Shane start to walk to the ring, but then they stop and send out Mr. Kennedy, William Regal, and Finley. I forgot uh, how good Mr. Kennedy's theme was. It was good. I'm just like, oh good. shit, this is good. All right, they ch- they change it very soon too, though. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's could be. I could be wrong, but I think they do. Uh, hmm. Vince, uh, they, the, those three brawl against DX for a few moments where they get chunked out of the ring. Vince summons the big show. And man, I was really wanting show to like jump on the spirit squad trampoline just to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> you just see him just like jump and just stop. <laughs> yes. Uh, show works over HBK in the ring as Finley, Kennedy, and Regal beat up Triple H on the outside, eventually putting Triple H through the announce table. Uh, Vince and Shane get to the ring, take their position in the corner. The bell rings, and the match is underway with Vince just working over HBK. Uh, Vince and Shane batter him. Uh, er, uh, and, and Shane, when Triple H starts to get a bit of life, goes to the outside and just kicks Triple H in the head. Yep. Uh, and then later, when Triple H starts to get up to the ring apron, Shane baseball slides into Triple H, who flies over the announce table and almost takes out poor JR. 
JR yells, make room for daddy as Vincent Shane double team HBK, and I hate that. Yeah, that's a bad one. That's a very bad one. HBK dodges an attack and takes Vincent Shane out, which is Triple H enough time to get to the ring apron and get the hot tag. Cleaning house on Vincent Shane. Uh, Triple H and HBK get some momentum. Umaga comes down to the ring, takes out HBK, and Triple H, as Armando Estrada distracts the ref. Uh, as Umaga goes for another attack on HBK, Kane's music hits, and he runs out and fights to the back with Umaga uh, to a pretty big pop. Uh, I assume this is a uh, a program for Umaga and Kane going forward, Jesse? Yes, we get to see them at Unforgiven. Oh, cool. Uh, ref we- bump. Set up a trash can on Triple H. Again, so, again, yeah. this is another this is another pay per view that we've watched, which I think it's been at like seventy five percent, even with the TNA shit added in, where Mike Chioda is just taking a fucking nap. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, he's sweet. He's sweet. Uh, <laughs> he's going night night. Yeah. Uh, set up a trash can on Triple H. Shoshane can hit a coast to coast, but he gets sweet chin music out of the air. Then Triple H hits Vince with the trash can. That Vince spot eats, is the best. It's really good. Vince eats the sweet chin music and a pedigree, and Triple H gets the pin and the win in 13 minutes and one second. Uh, shocking. Shortest short. Triple H match we have yeah, seen. Let's say this entire short for a Triple like, H match. Any Triple H match we have seen so yeah. far is the shortest one. I wonder if you if you factor in the pre match shenanigans, if it would still oh, be it's it's still thirty minutes. That yeah, way. <laughs> it's I don't know the pre match. It was probably it's probably eighteen minutes if you factor in everything that happened yeah, beforehand. No, yeah, I was about to say when you factor in as well the fact that they had vignettes and stuff like that. Yes, during oh, yeah. the pay per view about the match. Yeah, like so <laughs> when this match was starting, there was an hour left on the show and like twenty eight minutes worth of wrestling, like bell to bell wrestling. Uh, cause this one's 13, the yep. next one's 15. Uh, so yeah, a fun match, you know, it was, it's what you expect is DX and you know, uh, there was a lot of the match. It was like the, the very beginning of the, like the, the, the pre-match shenanigans and then the finish and then just Vince and Shane battering HBK for like six minutes in the middle. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what'd you think, Jesse? Um, honestly, all of it is worth it just for how good because he fucks up a lot, how good Kevin Dunn actually got that fucking sweet chin music into the coast to coast spot. Oh, that yeah. is so worth yeah. it. Those That's two fair. seconds. Cause it's out of because you don't see because he actually has the camera correctly. And it just makes me think those that's like the only thing Kevin Dunn is good at is hiding <laughs> someone till they leap in. Cause yep. Seth Rollins has done that like three or four God, times the last yes, five the, years. The, the shot I, I didn't get to see it because I was at Mania last year, but when Rollins hits the frog splash on The Miz and Finn Balor, yeah, when Miz is Finn Balor in the, in the figure four. Yeah. Like, watching I wanna that say we layers, watched, oh. mm-hmm. I want to say we watched one of the really good ones um, during the Shield versus Wyatt's match, where yeah. um, Rollins just comes out of nowhere and knees Wyatt in the yep. face. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's really that good at that. Good. Uh, also, I didn't mention it, but one of the, the first Spirit Squad guy to get to jump in the ring gets sweet chin music out of the air too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sells it like a million bucks. I'm yes. pretty sure that was Ziggler. It might have been. I, I, I couldn't. <laughs> like he gets it. He gets uh, whoever it was. Triple H took his headband off and put it on him, and that was pretty funny. Like seriously, <laughs> like breaking breaking this out and like talking about what's about to happen this Sunday for SummerSlam. Yeah, what? I cannot wait to see that fucking sell. God, that Ziggler's Ziggler does. gonna sell the shit out of Goldberg. Why is Ziggler selling the shit out of Goldberg? Like, what is uh, happening? Why? Uh-huh. I mean, Ziggler sells the shit out of everyone. At least, but like, it's, because know, it's somebody it's that Goldberg won't like injure. 
Yeah, and it's just like, oh, that's oh, somewhere. Sphere. Goldberg just said, "Hold my muscle powder." Right? Yeah, oh. I don't know why we're having a Goldberg match at SummerSlam, but whatever. I don't know. It's gonna be f- it's gonna be thirty seconds a, and fun. Vindication. We're having a Goldberg exhibition show. Highlight. Yeah, honestly, I feel yeah. like that's part of it. Like, He's like I Goldberg is like, I don't want to go out like that. I guarantee right, you, since right, right. we didn't really get much between Ziggler and uh, and Goldberg. Like, like spouting back and forth. I guarantee you, at some point during the night, during the SummerSlam match or during SummerSlam, Ziggler's gonna come out and mention it. Like, mention, don't get a concussion on your way to the ring. Yeah. Well, he did something at SmackDown last. He like parodied like Goldberg's entrance at SmackDown yeah. last night. Nice. I think I saw uh, a little bit of that, but yeah, no. Pretty good. I. Yeah. It. This match was fun. The like demolition reference for the top rope moves that vince and shane were doing were pretty fucking fun yeah yeah those are really fun anytime shane gets on the top rope it's just like yeah let's let's fucking go i'm (laughs) I'm a fan yeah all my worries about everything like yeah adam i know we just had a lengthy conversation about older men jumping off of shit and doing things (laughs) that are wrong but let's be honest shane doing it when he's like part owner of the fucking company it makes you go, at yeah. least there's a McMahon saying, hey, I'm willing to do it. Yeah. It's it the idea of like, like I'm not going to make old, you. He can still do a shooting yeah. star press. It's like, I'm not going to make you do anything I wouldn't do myself. Yeah. Which is a very yeah. much Vince's thing. Although I haven't seen no. Vince take a fucking spot on attack. Yeah, Shane is 49 yeah. years old. What the yeah. fuck? Yep. He's in ridiculously good shape. Fucking shooting His star. middle name is Brandon. What a shitty of course middle name. It is. <laughs> of course white, it is. White, 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 white. And it's McMahon. also the name of everyone in the Mean Street Posse. Uh, Yo, what's up? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's Brandon, Brandon, and Brandon. And Brandon. And Brandon, Brandon. don't forget. <laughs> Brandon! Yeah, but, uh, uh, but yeah, it's a good time. Uh, but yeah, good match. You know, got over what it needed to get over. But, like, I don't feel like it was particularly necessary. But yeah, biggest show of the year, second biggest show of the year, and you know, big act. We still were in the main event. Uh, speaking of, it's time for the main event. Uh, the video package for the main event is really good for the first half. It like it focuses on like edge of like uh, you know chapter one WrestleMania I won the Money in the Bank chapter two New Year's Revolution, and in the second half is just generic rock music with just footage of Cena beating up Edge. Again, chances are what yeah. Jesse was saying it probably yeah. was Godsmack. Probably yeah. Probably yeah, which I'm so better. annoyed because that's such a good package. Yeah, the good uh, song for that because they were enemies. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if Edge gets DQ'd, he will lose the title. I like them. Uh, using this to get over him like being a sloppy heel by having him constantly get DQ'd in matches he was close to losing. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I seen... saw that though. Like the immediate thought in my head was, okay, all Lita has to do is this is then slap Edge, and then Cena's DQ'd. That's a good point. That's like, a good point. I'm yeah. surprised I think they, they never did that. Yeah. I hate to say this, um, but I'm sure it's like Olita's not that smart kayfabe wise. Like, I that mean, would be the Vince's argument, probably. Like, yeah, well, I mean, listen, in this match, Lita does some, like, dumb, like, Lita yeah, does some I know. smart stuff in this match. They make so, her, yeah. they do make her really dumb, and it's Like, it's nice. like, she has, like, she forgot, like, oh, yeah, I, we can't get DQ'd. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, Cena is- What are we doing today, Edge? What are we doing today? What are we doing today, Edge? Cena's immediately in control as the match starts with Edge being way more wait, careful to wait, not wait, DQ. Wait, 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 yeah? wait, wait, one moment. There's a quote from JR. <laughs> Oh no! Before, as Cena's walking into the ring, Cena is two and zero at SummerSlam. If you're keeping count, or if you give a damn, yeah. 
It's just like JR, JR, buddy, you okay? Check, you okay there, bud? He's, no he's giving JR. He's best. mad that he got somebody that Triple H got yeeted into him over the announce table. <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. <laughs> and the the one thing too with Edge coming down in the ring, he's not being the lambastic heel. He is dead serious. Oh yeah. Focus. Yes. It's yes. so cool looking to just see him just not give a shit and walk. Yeah, like he's not like showboating. He's just like I have to be very careful because I have to win this match legit. Uh, but yeah, um, legitimacy. Yes. And then, uh, sorry yeah. that I keep interrupting for no, the start of the match. There's a lot of shit that happened at the beginning of the episode. Okay. Fun. There's a giant. There's five signs in the crowd giant signs that say if edge wins we riot each sign has one of those words on it it's so sad though because if you look back tell the last dude didn't get the memo to use the bold font on it because (laughs) everything is if edge wins we riot like it's just like, it's uh, no, so no, fucking fast no noobs noobs you you didn't you don't get it you see it was a quiet riot oh yeah. no. boo 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 no the noise but it's just like just, i just love it because it's just like you could tell the guy like showed up at the venue like all right guys we got this just oh man oh man yeah <laughs> You know what? If Edge was a heel in the '80s, he probably would have had a Quiet Riot song. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so yeah. So seen as a control, uh, Edge is really careful not to get DQ'd, which is very good. Um, he he keeps just like chunking Cena to the outside, trying to just like I just just trying to get the count out went. Just give me a count out went. Uh, Come uh, on, Edge, yeah. Edge and Cena uh, continue to trade momentum through the middle of the match. Uh, Edge ends up locking in a camel clutch that Cena slowly fights out of, leaving both men laying. Uh, Cena starts to take over, uh, and Alita like gets a chair and comes up to the edge of the ring, but Edge is just like, no, put that away! What uh, are you doing? Which distracts him, which allows Cena to uh, take advantage of the distraction and deliver the five moves of Doom. Uh, but then when Cena gets Edge up into the AA, he Edge counters it with a DDT. Uh, Edge goes to the top rope and Cena follows, attempting just a super AA, but Edge counters it into like an electric chair position. But Cena rolls through, like rolling up Edge, but Edge kicks out. It's an interesting looking spot. A, like a, a weird spot for two guys that size. Like that's a little dude spot. It was cool. Um, Edge delivers a crossbody to Cena that Cena rolls through and tries to hit Edge with an AA, but Edge fights out again. Uh, Edge tries to hit Cena with a spear, but Cena counters it with a toe hold and then Cena locks in the STF. Uh, Edge crawls to the ropes and Lita jumps up on the ring apron with the belt, but Edge is just like, stop! <laughs> uh, yeah. So she retreats, but it's time for the finish. Uh, Edge gets his hand on the rope and Lita, and then uh, Cena breaks the hold. Lita puts brass knuckles on Edge's hand. Cena gets Edge up for the AA, but Lita jumps in the ring and jumps on top of Edge. Lita ends up getting thrown off. <laughs> Edge, but Edge... And... <laughs> Cena ends okay. up yeeting Lita off yeah. of Edge. Yeah, just like, yep. into, like off of out of Massachusetts. So good. It's uh, good heat, though. But Edge lands on his feet, hits Cena in the back of the head with the brass knucks. Edge with a brutal I, smack, man. I love how Edge sells. Like when the ref turns around, Edge sells like he just hit a devastating move because he goes from like yeah punch to like 
oh, let me slowly roll Cena over. And, oh, I can barely yeah. make the pin. He's and so good. he retains his title in 15 minutes and 41 seconds. Mm. Uh, so I think you could argue that Lita wasn't being dumb. She was playing up, trying to cheat to make it seem like she was dumb. So when she slipped the brass knucks to edge, the ref yeah. wouldn't suspect anything because her cheating so far had been so obvious. I don't know yeah. if that's what they were going for, but I think you could, you know, if you squint and hold your mouth right, you can kind of see it. No, vile woman, I will not partake in such shenaniganry. Give me the gun. Uh, but yeah, I think it was fine. Like, I don't think it was the best Cena. Actually, no, it was the best Cena Edge match we've seen because it wasn't just Cena getting beat up for 20 minutes and then having a comeback and winning. Right. Uh, I know, Edge, like, mattered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real, like, I feel like... It could have used, like, five more minutes and, like, four more spots. Like, the middle was really a lot of nothing uh, yeah. leading into kind of the finishing stretch. Uh, but still, overall, a solid, solid match. What do you think, uh, Jesse? Um, yeah, no, no, no. This is probably, besides when we see the... Like, honestly, this entire journey is for the TLC match in Unforgiven. Yeah, that's um, the thing. Like, that's, trust that's me. the main event of this arc. I was yep, about um, I was about to ask Jesse, is that is that main event is one of the build up episodes of SmackDown the one where you just see Edge and Cena in the ring and Edge just jo- Edge just hate you John, I just can't mm, stand you like yeah, oh, just yeah. I hate you it's just like yeah yeah, yeah. no one uh, says on that Raw, on Raw not SmackDown but yeah yeah but it's just like it's so yeah. good like just like no I'm character war- I'm not trying to like be a sniveling oh. heel I. I just hate you. Oh no. Uh uh um Edge's promo after this, the raw after this where he wins, he's like, Told you. I told you. Fairy tales, you know, they're they're for guys like me. Y'all were wrong. 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 You were wrong. She was wrong. That little sniveling girl way back there, she's wrong. Wrong, wrong, oh, wrong, 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 wrong. Oh it's my so god. Good. Oh, I'm gonna have yeah, to watch like, that. I That's need really to watch it. It's good. Yeah. I, I meant I meant to ask you to like get that promo that for audio? this, but I, I just didn't have the time. But it's so I good. may I may try and pull it and plan it at the end of this episode, or I may not. Only time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, like, you have to you have to find it. It's also the one where Jeff Hardy comes back and he's like, "Did you die like three years ago?" <laughs> there is, yeah. I the question that I have now though with this feud between Cena and Edge, which feud is better, Edge or Punk's with Cena? Oh, uh, story wise, story wise, Edge match wise, Punk. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd Cena. That. Like, I, sure. I think, I think character wise, but I think it's because Edge was allowed to do a little bit more than Punk did, like. Edge, like, the Cena yeah. Punk rivalry. He had longer time to do it. Yeah, too. like the Cena yeah. Punk this is rivalry a whole was like year. It was only like three yeah. matches. Well, it was it, Cena and Punk was like three months here, and then like three months a year later, and then like yeah. they did not have like it's like a friend of mine messaged me and was like, "What is like the biggest what if and like the biggest you know thing that we'll never see?" And it's like the the, the biggest regret in wrestling is that Cena and Punk never main evented at WrestleMania because that yeah. should have yeah. been that should have been our generation's rivalry. Like yeah. that should have been the thing that defines like the 2010s was Cena and Punk, and yeah. it's not. Hey, you it's say a that. Bummer. You say that. We never got Cena and Edge at Mania either. True. We should have got that too. Yeah, yeah. we should have gotten that too. Uh, but yeah, like I think Cena and like Cena and Edge had great character chemistry, but yeah. like their matches were very just straightforward sports entertainment, and Cena and Punk mm-hmm. in the ring together was pure magic. Yeah, yeah. and Cena. 
Cena talks a lot how almost every good decision in their matches was edges. He talks about that all the time. Yeah, he's I can like see that. he's he he. He even was like, man, there's a point where you almost keep up with him, kind of thing. Yeah. All these ideas he has. Well, because um, Cena was still, I think, learning to go the next level. Yeah. But and he was finally there with Punk because they have because this is because this is a silly thing to see maybe because um, you keep talking about his his feud with Sean. This is before his feud with Sean, and then Punk is his feud after, and I think. That's really seen as turning point on how he gives matches and, and the level of performance he does is after he does Mania and an hour long match of Raw with yeah. Sean. Yeah, I forgot about Fair. that. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard about like one of the biggest like blows to the locker room when Edge got retired? Like when Edge retired, was that in the Rumble? Edge was the guy who who memorized everything. Edge knew every entrant, every elimination when they were supposed to happen, <laughs> how they were supposed to happen. Oh, wow. And he was oh the guy in God. the ring. He would like tell he would be the guy in the ring telling people like, all right, after after so and so comes in, remember you gotta throw him out like over the top rope and then oh, he's gonna come after wow. you. Like Edge Oh my God, that type he of was brain. the one who like, like he would memorize all that stuff. That's him. He's the guy you incredible. cheated on the AP test with. Oh fuck. Like he he like <laughs> He would he like had a, like a ridiculous memory for stuff like that, and he would like That's direct great. the rumbles when he was in them. I'm a little shocked, but maybe it's because he wants to wait till he's a bit older that he's not an agent. That he's I not a honestly, I I think like he doesn't. He's doing fine not in the WWE, and he like, is. who wants I'm, that? I'm, like who wants that travel schedule and stuff like that when you got like a wife and two to, kids? He at wants home? to live I his life. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, like I, like I agree, but I'm just surprised the mind he has that he never thought about doing it. I, you know, what? I guarantee they've asked him. I guarantee you they've asked him. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's just like, "We talking about? I got Vikings money. I'm fine, <laughs> right?" Like, hey, he look, doesn't. I know he Haven's need not him. a great show, but yeah, like he doesn't need <laughs> it. Like, and like, and and you talk like listening to their podcast and stuff like that. He's talking like he fucking loves his family, man. And like, I don't think oh, yeah. like, it, it. You can tell it weighs on him when like, he's away for a month filming Vikings. Like, I yeah. don't think he would. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't want to be on the road four or five the days fact a that week. Now Phoenix sure. is possibly going to be coming yeah. back a little like, more. Sh- yeah. She's doing NXT commentary like she's. That's like, right. I yeah, keep forgetting like, that. Now, she's probably on the road maybe a few days a month. Like, she's not. Yeah. She's not there every night. Starting to dabble though, you can see it. Like I can Mm -hmm. see him going down to NXT like once every couple months to the PC. That'd be cool. I think he would be a great like guest. Oh, he'd be a good guest. Yeah, because Christian goes down there all the time, and I couldn't picture a better fucking person (laughs) to do that. I think part of that's because Christian lives in Florida, North, and 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 is just up in North Carolina. Just stay away from me, all of you. Yeah. Um, God, I now I just imagine Christian won't shut the fuck up ribbing the shit out of the trainees. It's like that was pretty good, not as good as I'd do it, but you know. You uh, did you see? I saw a post where it was uh, when when Christian was ECW champion, oh challenging challenging Sheamus. He was like, think about it, Sheamus. We could like me and you. I'm ECW champion. You're WWE champion. We've never wrestled before. We were both born without last names. We can do this. We can make magic. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, but yeah, like oh, I man. I'm glad we've got to go through this cuz I love Edge and one of my biggest bummers as a wrestling fan. Like I got to catch the tail end of Punk. The yeah. fact that I missed all of Edge is one it's, of my biggest bummers. He's so yeah. good. He's so good. Yep. Him and Christian, I'm 
pure gold. Be fans for forever. Oh, They're absolutely. So good. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. No, go ahead. Well, I mean, ju- literally, just career wise, not you know where they are, but like in. It's how I feel about missing Eddie. Like I oh, literally uh, yeah. missed the six, last six months, and I know it's completely different on why. But I mean, just career-wise, Absolutely. not getting no, to actually I think that's watch. That's a totally you know? apt comparison. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I um, it's a good show. Like top to bottom, mm-hmm. this show was really solid. Like the worst match was the ECW match, and even that wasn't terrible like at least that was a to, like, fun dumb thing that like happened. Yeah, for like when it comes to like pure like average match like we've watched shows with higher highs but this show has like more creamy cre- you know the high highs yeah. and creamy nougaty middles like we've had like this show is like one of the more solid like the floor of this show the ceiling of this show isn't as high but the floor is way higher uh, <laughs> i think nice, yeah it's a solid show what do this you think about it overall stilts. yeah what do you think about it overall uh, uh noobs I enjoyed the flow of it, just especially with the backstage moment. Any moment with Vince backstage just doing something silly, I really enjoy it. Like the Armando Alibaba thing. Was that from oh, JBL? He call him, yeah, oh, he called God, him Armando yeah. Alibaba, yeah. Yeah, it's like there was some great stuff. I Like the beginning made me think, fuck, we're going to have to deal with JBL yeah. this <laughs> long. And it's like it just it was a really it was a really solidly built show. Yeah, there were some lows, but it was in between the highs, so they did a good job with it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, uh, Jesse? Um, yeah, I think only the Extreme Rules match was bad. Uh, I My match of the night is Flair and Foley, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I really, really like that match, and I can't... No, we've already gone over that. I no, really like... I'm going to start... The, I'm going to start introducing you with, uh, if you want blood, we got it from ACDC. That's fine. No, it's fine. I will, I will play the heel if I have to. No, please don't ask. Please don't. Please don't. (laughs) We are, because we're people, not character. Anyway, yes. (laughs) What people? (laughs) I'm sorry. You people. Anyway, enough about fucker. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) Um, I liked Orton's bullshit with Hogan. Um, that made that bearable. It was probably probably the only time where I really love everything Orton did match for being Orton, which is super rare. Yeah, that shows, I guess, in foresight how bad this Hogan is. The best is. version of of Orton. It is. This is very true. Um, but I, I also love the Edge Cena match. But man, the next one is gonna be great. Oh yeah, I'm very excited for for Vengeance. Or unforgiving, Boil- whatever the fuck it's spoilers, called. Spoilers, that TLC match is almost 30 minutes. I'm so happy. Yeah. It's I'm so be. ready for this. Like, looking at the card, there's only one match I'm not excited for. Now okay. I'm looking. Uh, the oh. tag ma- it's the tag yeah. team title yeah, match. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but, know. I don't know. The match uh, after that seems like yeah. it could be a bit of a slog. But uh, we will get to oh. that next time. Uh, Good boy. Uh, thank you, Noobs. Thank you, Jesse. Uh-huh. Uh, we will be back with Unforgiven 2006, and then that's it. We have finished up. Uh, we have we have finished another arc. Real, real, real quick, because you said I could plug it, and I, oh, yes, I do yes, want to. Um, I'm taking advantage of the new setup for uh, the WWE Network, and I've started at the King of the Ring 1996 with Austin 316, and I'm watching every single Raw 
and pay-per-view of the broad Attitude Era, all the way to the 2001 Royal Rumble, because we've already done that past Mania-wise. Um, but it's just me tweeting all my thoughts and whatever at existentialism, which is, I know, terrible and great at the same uh, time. You should probably e- spell it, honestly. E-X-I-T-T-E-N-T-I. A L I S M, and trust me, once you get that second T and exit, it kind of pops up real quick. <laughs> when you start spelling exit and tent together, it's like, oh, that <laughs> asshole. He's easy to find, but it's yeah, it's really good. I just got done with uh, '96 SummerSlam, fucking Vader. I'm sorry, but not sorry. I don't fucking know. Psycho Sid is hilarious. Like his existence is just this weird thing that's Listen. happening. And that and he is over as fuck yeah. though. And Shawn Michaels is a, a sexy boy. It's a weird thing that's happening. As long as it's not softball season. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Also, uh, we August twentieth, two thousand sixteen or two thousand six is when this posted, and uh, twelve years after that, almost a year ago, August twentieth, twenty eighteen, is when we posted our first episode. Oh shit! Oh, that's cool. It has been almost a year. I, oh, I knew I knew it was coming year. up on that time. Well, yeah. Shit. It was right nice. after. It was right before uh, we were in Austin last year. That's awesome. Or it, was, it was right after. It was a couple weeks after. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, we will be back. Uh, Unforgiven 2006. Uh, finishing this up. Uh, we're the next one. It's gonna be a little shorter, uh, but pretty different. Uh, we will see. Uh, thank you as always for joining me. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Peace. God damn it. <laughs> Xavier Woods, this is for you. It's like a really quiet, like, I walk alone right here. It's like you're in the I walk! Ding!